You're listening to the Empowering Process Podcast with your host, Gail Kraft. Listen as she holds frank discussions around how your purpose, being present, and trusting your power impacts your life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, leader, or developing your vision, you'll find wisdom and insights you can utilize right now. Welcome your host, Gail Kraft. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Gail Craft here in the Empowering Process Podcast. And with me, I have this amazing man, Steve Gamlin. Steve is already a fantastic keynote speaker, vision boarder, humorist, and motivational speaker. And he's a member of this group called Apex. Look it up. Steve is also the firewood guy. So we'll talk a little bit about that. One of Steve, Steve's favorite quotes, and it's his own, just when you think you have nothing left to offer the world, smile. As the motivational firewood guy, Steve blends back to basic positivity, visualization, and humor, teaching his clients to see desired outcomes and understand their why and build real action plans to achieve them by his vision vision board mastery program. Say that fast three times, Steve. (laughs) Welcome, Steve. Thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure, Gail. Thank you so much. If you put macaroni and glitter around the edge of that intro, my mom would hang it on her fridge. (laughs) It was perfect. Thank you. I love macaroni and glitter. (laughs) Oh, God. How many of us have that from our kids? Oh, yeah. So today, Steve, we're going to talk a lot about what you have within you. Everything you need is within you. And, um, you know, there's so many things that we could talk about. I wrote down um, some conversation we had. And one of the things you said was the seed of the flicker of the flame. The seed of the flicker of the flame. I love that phrase. And so many of us ignore that seed. Yeah. And so many of us run away from the flicker. So talk, talk to me. Let's talk about the seed of the flicker of the flame that's within you. See, I believe that anything we want to have or do or be in our life is already inside of us. And it is uniquely ours, the way we want to go about something, things we want to have in our lives. But then we get pressured by people who a lot of times are meaning well, but, you know, they just say things like, well, we want the best for you. So you should do this or at the other end of it are people in our industry who I believe are so recklessly irresponsible sometimes with people's fears and frailty and vulnerability by saying, you've got to take massive action all at once. You've got to want these big goals. And in a lot of the gurus spit out what I call the vision board starter kit, the mansion, the yacht, the Lamborghini and the private jet, you know, you should, you should want all these things. I've got a vehicle on my vision board. It is a 2022 Honda CRV (laughs) because my 2010, although it still runs amazingly well, it's got almost a quarter million miles on it. So now that I've retired my DJ business, I want another CRV. That's my dream. That's the flicker of the flame inside me. It's what I want to be driving. It's who I am. Oh, you know something, Steve? I remember the first vision board gala, if you will, that I went to years ago. And um, I didn't go for the vision boarding. I went for the networking. Mm -hmm. And I saw these people 
sitting down with newspapers and magazines and scissors and cutting out these pictures and putting, like you said, the big yacht. The, and, and I'm like, honey, you're living in, you know, a, a Section 8 apartment complex. Yeah. You know, how about thinking of getting a job that's meaningful? How about dream, right? Dream the steps that you can achieve. I'm not saying water it down, but mm -hmm. if you don't feel success, if you're not successful, success breeds success, yeah. right? And so let's feel good about what we do, right? Mm -hmm. And then you can dream a little bit bigger. And that yes, that yacht can be the end goal, but dream something that you can feel really, really good about. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short. You know, they they either dream too big or don't feel they deserve to dream. Yeah. 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 Those vision board parties can be very dangerous because you get caught up in that group excitement. It's it's the same reason why I don't go to the, some of the big motivational all day events anymore. I haven't gone to one in 20 years because it's hype, 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 believe in yeah. yourself, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. You know, they use all the NLP, they use all the tricks, they get everybody believing huge. Well, guess what? You wake up the next morning with that same face looking in your mirror and the same fears you had the day before because that mass hysteria is gone. Now you can right. start there and start doing little things and there's nothing wrong with, even if you're living in section eight housing right now, dreaming big, but I work right. a year at a time. With right. people in the vision boards to say, okay, that's a great goal to have. Wonderful. In a year's time, what could you do to get closer to being able to do that? Right. It's not right. just the end. It's, it's the process. It's the gears grinding forward. You're going to knock a lot of rust off some gears in your brain and your heart and your muscles that haven't been used in a while. Right. You're right. And the, and the thing is when you start, start realizing that when we talk about the word manifest, you know, everyone thinks that's such a woo woo word, yet yeah. they don't think it's woo-woo when they work hard and earn the money to buy that dream vacation. Well, you mm -hmm. manifested that. Yeah. That's what manifestation is. It's not meditation and you you ohm and then the universe gives it to you. Yeah. Right. I had somebody one time I said, what do you I saw their vision board. They had been to one of my events. What are you doing? Well I'm manifesting it. Well, how are you manifesting it? I'm sitting here thinking about it. I go, no, you're not manifesting. You're sitting on your ass. <laughs> go, right. Start taking some action and, right. and getting in, in movement because movement creates energy. It creates right. warmth. It flexes your muscles. It, it's, it's like blowing out if you have a little backyard. If you take action every day, overcome one little fear or take one more step or lift one more weight or do one more rep or eat one more healthy meal or make one more connection. You're making the fence bigger. You're adding a picket, a picket, a picket. Eventually, you have to add another post because it's a whole section. Right. And if you do that consistently enough, you've got a big, beautiful backyard that all your dreams can fit in. Right. But you've got to get beyond just the mind. You have to right. have the physical actions and the mental workouts. Right. So well. it's creating the framework from which you can work in. Right. Um, so I'm on a vacation right now and still working, but just traveling the country, having a blast. Nice. And right now I'm in San Diego visiting a friend and she's not physically able to take care of her yard like she used to be able to. And mm -hmm. so her, she's got weeds, like no tomorrow. What have I done? Every day I go out, take a chair, sit down and I take one section and I pull the weeds. All of the big weeds are gone. There's just the little guys that you really can't grasp and get a hold of. And so we're like, 
do we use weed killer? What is it that you want to do next? But her backyard is now presentable again, right? Yes. And all it takes is just like you said, you sit down and you do what you can do today and then feel good about it. Even if I'm a type A person, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And, you know, I can probably physically only do one <laughs> of the five things I want to achieve today. And in the past, I would look at the four things I didn't do which is what we are geared to kind of focus on instead of looking at, wow, look at that one thing you were able to finish, right? You finish this, you can put this behind you and move forward to the next thing. So, um, and that again, gets the energy going, right? So let's talk a little bit with your motivational speaker. You've spoken about a lot of things. I'm sure um, you've worked with a lot of businesses to help, do team building and and um, and forecasting and planning. What are some of the tricks that you love to work with people on to help them tap into that thing inside of them that is uniquely who they are? I love having conversations with people about what's most important to them. And and I work as a lot of people who do the vision work do I work with a life wheel that I've adapted to the categories, eight major categories, career finances, physical health, emotional well-being, relationships, ethics, values, and integrity that guide them, spirituality and faith in connection to the world in a real way, which has really been tested the last couple of years that we're not able to be together. And I'll just throw it out there. I say, well, what's your favorite part about your relationship? Well, it's this. All right. Um, is, do you believe in higher power? Is there something that guides your life a little bit? We may talk about that. Um, you know, the physical health, are you eating well? And when I start to ask questions of people, I start to see where some of the cracks are in the walls because they'll come to me and say, oh, Steve, I'm burned out on this and this and this. They're either trying to work too much. You get some people that do the grind. Right. I say, well, okay, are you married? And, and I asked this to somebody who was in his mid to late 20s. I'm going to make a million dollars this year. I'm going to work 80, 90 hours a week. Great. Are you married? Yeah. You won't be by the end of the year. Right. How important is your marriage? And I don't believe in that work-life balance. That's so pretty to say, but I don't believe in it. It's the integration of all those areas of your life. Whether you're not paying attention to them, they're working 24-7. And if you're not right. paying attention, they're the plates, you know, like the old variety. The guy who spins spin the, the plates, plate. Right, right, spins right. the plates. You get eight plates spinning. And if you're focused on one and you got it doing a thousand miles an hour, the other ones are all going to smash around you. Right. When I have those conversations and I keep it fun and I keep it light, mm -hmm. that's when those little sparks start to come up. I'll say, you right. have kids? Yeah. What's your favorite thing to do with your kids? Well, we want to plan a vacation. I'm like, okay, that's one week a year. What are your kids into? Well, my son loves little plastic dinosaurs. I go, how about you, you, you say to your son, you go, hey, okay, daddy's got time one night this week. What night do you want? We're going to hang out on the floor and play dinosaurs for half an hour. You could be the greatest dad in the world if you do stuff like that. Stop thinking it has to be these outrageous minutes. big things. 30 minutes. And Those that's are the just conversations it. I have. And yeah. I love that. I watch people on Zoom calls light up. And then I always tell them, 
you got to pose for a picture with your dead dinosaur because you know your son's going to win the war. <laughs> you know, your your Tyrannosaurus Rex is on its side. I said, I want a picture of the carnage here. And I want to see you and your son smiling. And and they send me pictures. And oh, absolutely. I'll make that a fridge magnet. Hang it on your fridge. I, I had a client and you're going to love this phrase and you're going to recognize this phrase. And, you know, he came to me, lost his mojo. And in fact, he didn't never had his mojo and he was feeling like, mm. you know, early to mid fifties and like, why am I even here? And, yeah. you know, very successful. He's a beautiful house, beautiful wife, beautiful kid, blah, 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 blah. And um, we're having our discussion and he's, he says, I have to pick up my son and I have to take my wife out this weekend. And I mm -hmm. said, you get to pick up your son mm -hmm. and you get to go out to dinner with your wife this weekend yeah. and it was like a light bulb went on in his head he went oh. i said they're not a chore yeah they're a blessing and everything that you do um i had a friend who has spinal degeneration she was in agony in pain couldn't can't walk and i was doing 75 hard and in the winter time <laughs> and oh yeah and I, I said to her i'm some freezing my butt off but i don't care it's how many layers do i have to put on how many kleenexes because my nose is going to run do i need in order to make this outside exercise and yeah. she said to me i would love it if i got to do that mm -hmm. that's when that phrase really hit home and i realized how blessed i am that I physically can do this. Yeah. How blessed I am that I can have a conversation with you, Steve. Yeah. Right? And when we do that, when we take a look at how blessed am I for this, then you realize what you got, you start tapping into who you are. Mm -hmm. Right? And those things that you have suppressed, not realizing it, start to come out yeah. right and your ability to achieve and the things that you have already achieved start to present themselves mm -hmm. it's so so beautiful i love what we do <laughs> oh me too oh, me too in this in in the get to i actually put a post up over the weekend on social media about getting to and uh, i quoted our our mutual friend max naist yes yes uh, max who, he's the get to guy and he's he the get to and man Chris whitehead man. and myself we've been running together for a decade and yeah. and saying the get to's and yeah. it just struck me the other day i got to because my wife tina and i live in this beautiful house i got to get on my hands and knees the other day and scrub the shower and scrub the bathroom floors in the kitchen and scrubbed the inside of the oven which you couldn't see through the glass in the door anymore Right. It I was, got to I pull weeds. something on it recently. You got to pull weeds. And right. I got to play this amazing classic rock music in the background. Luckily, Tina was gone because I played the same <laughs> stuff over and over and it annoys her. And and she goes, You were you owned a DJ business for 28 years. You have 15,000 songs. You play the same 12 over and over and over. I said, That's what moves me. 12. That's what moves me. That's what moves goes, me. Okay, I'm running errands. I'm like, good. The louder it goes. I yeah. got to get on my hands and knees. My hands were so cramped up. I got to scrub the shower in the right. oven. Right. And when I do that, she came home and this morning she uh, poked her head into the bathroom and said, honey, the shower looks amazing. Great job. 
right? And again, that desire within you, right, to participate in making a beautiful cocoon to live in. Yes. Right? Right? Um, you participated in that. And it made both of you feel amazing, yeah. right? Um, I was talking to another friend just the other day about love language, right? Mm. And, um, and I, I believe we all have a variety of love languages, not just one, sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay, write a book. I don't care. It doesn't make you write. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there is the book called The Love Languages and it gives, it gives the, all the choices. And yeah, we, we can be a blend Yes. Of, and we are a blend. We are not lineal. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and I have a friend whose love language is to do for you. Mm. Right. Let me, let me, let me, like, if you want to cook for me, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Right. But I want to clean. Right. That's my love language is to, I, I say, I not leave footsteps in the sand. If I come to your house, when I leave, I want it to look like I haven't been there right? Because I want to honor your space, right? So my love language is honoring your space. So understanding people's love language and not getting annoyed with them and their love language is varied, right? And it may not be your love language, but if you can honor theirs, then you know what they're doing. And that's what's within them. Yeah. That's what makes them feel amazing, right? Yeah. So part of what's honoring everything within you is you have it within you to show grace. Yeah. Right. Right. And that, that honestly for me was uh, a lesson for the young me because <laughs> mm. I was everything. I was right. Right. The world was wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've been there as well. And you know, <laughs> I did all these things for you and you didn't appreciate it. Yes. It wasn't that person's love language and, right. and it's not on them. We can ask sometimes, and I've had conversations like that with, with my Tina, you know, what can I do to make you feel loved or, or when do you feel most loved by me? Right. And she'll say things like when we're just sitting together talking or every night, every morning, whoever's alarm goes off first, our feet find each other. And we both go, hmm. Mm. That's my first smile every day. What a way to night, start the morning. Oh, every night she gets a foot rub. Oh. And, and that's only come about over the past year or so for years. I used to ask her, you want a foot rub? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then one night I was on the couch working on my laptop. So I got it open and in comes a foot. And it's tapping my hand and I go, what? She goes, I have a foot rub. So now that is a non-negotiable every night. Right. I'll look at her either. She'll nudge me if I'm still doing work because inside of apex and accelerator and all these things that we, we are all a part of, you know, right. these cocoons, we, we are always thinking and doing and acting and she'll nudge me or I'll just look at her and say, feet and up comes the foot and I give her the foot rub. So we each have our own signals for it, but it's so important to do that. Right. And, and I, I saw a post recently inside of apex. It was a gentleman saying, this morning I made my wife breakfast and I knew she would not care. <gasps> it's not her language. No, he meant it in a great way. He okay. Said, it's not her language. He goes, I did all this, this, but this, it's his but language I knew to not expect a certain response. I just wanted her to have a great meal. Right. What he did in addition that served her love language aside from the meal. He says, I made her this big breakfast. He goes, she won't care. And I'm great with that. 
because I know her language. And he, he but wrote part a that, article about it. Part of that, Steve, is getting back to our subject. When you are comfortable with who you are, you don't need that outside validation that I love you. No. You get it in so many ways and you start to recognize it because you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. So, you know, that that self journey, I, I had a potential client. Um, he hasn't signed on with me yet um, because he's afraid to mm-hmm. touch the pain because yeah. he went to a psychiatrist once who spent a lot of time on that past pain. And he goes, and I'm not interested in doing that. And I said, but I'm not a shrink. I'm a coach. And I am about healing. Yep. Not, I don't want to pick the scab. I want that scab to be healed. Hmm. Very different approach. You know, and he was just so traumatized that he's like, I, I, I need to step away. I can't think about I have to think about this. Yeah. Right. Um, and so he is not experienced who he is from a loving, caring, productive, amazing human being that he probably is Mm. because he's afraid of what's within. Yeah. Right. And, um, and part of what our job is, is to show the dark side and how beautiful that is. Right. It's wonderful that I can be a bitch sometimes. It is (laughs) right. As long as I'm doing it, not from an egoic perspective, right? Right, but from a, these are my boundaries, and they're not negotiable. Mm. Versus, it, and it's very, very different. And once we understand that, we're able to understand that. It's a beautiful thing. So you and I talked about we not only. I know I'm trained in so many different um, aspects. I'm trained in NLP. I'm trained in many business processes. I am trained as a life coach and a few spirituality things that we won't get into, but I also have lived through it. I don't take these trainings and go, okay, this is what I do to my clients. It's, oh, here's a tool. Let me try it on me and see what happens. Ooh, look what just came up. Holy crap. I didn't even know that was there. So I come from a, a place of, as you do, lived it. Right. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> got, you know, caught the movie, bought the T-shirt, got the scars, got the stories, lived through it, survived it, and here's my story. And if it can resonate for you, great. And that's right. that's what I do as well. Right. And and that's that's the thing when everything is a story. Life is a stage, and it's just stories, and it is perspective. Mm-hmm. Um. One of my favorite, and it's an NLP process, but it's a tool, guys, you can use this, is perspective, right? So Steve and I, you and I have a conversation. My perspective is with my baggage, my belief system, right? From my eyes point of view. When we're done, it would be great for me to look at it from your point of view, which is probably different. And then from the listener's point of view, which will be different. And from someone who could give two craps about what's going on, point of view, they're all going to be different stories. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, 
And when you do that, you can then come back to your story and see how it can change. That's how we release the pain. That's how we tap in with who we really are, right? And what resonates with us and what doesn't. It's such a beautiful thing to know that something's not feeling right Mm. and being okay with, well, that doesn't feel right. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I don't care, boss, what you're saying. That doesn't feel right. I don't care, spouse, what you're saying. That doesn't feel right. But here's what I'm going to do instead. Yeah. Right? Right. So um, what was your biggest aha when it comes to realizing the power that you have within to be you no matter what? Seeing how me being me impacts the world around me has been pretty incredible. Even for the years, I I can't even say years, decades that I was just wandering through with no self-confidence, used humor as a shield against my own vulnerabilities and and lack of self-belief, but still seeing how humor and kindness impacted the world around me and people saying, hey, uh, you're speaking anywhere soon. I I just want to be near you. And I had right. a dear friend who struggled with, with mental illness for a number of years. She since had some therapy and, and medication for a while, but she's 100% just on her game. Well, she showed up one day at a vision board event. Hmm. No materials, no prep, didn't know she was coming. She walked in late and sat down and just sat there with her arms crossed and stared at me for over an hour. Wow. And afterward, I asked, you okay? Not really. I said, you're going to make a board? She goes, no. No. I said, Why'd you, why did you show up? She goes, just wanted to be near you. It was about 15, 16 years ago. And that's never left me. Right. That if I am the best version of who I am and believe in myself, no matter what, whether there's a dime coming in the door or not, right. if I just live by my core values, which are build the best relationships, create a vivid vision with every conversation, have every action, cultivate kindness and be fun as hell to work with. That's my fourth core value. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm being that person and know that that's the best version of me, which it is, I'm good with that. Right. I don't have to have all these other things or be what the rest of the world thinks. That's what my flame and my fire and my spark, even at 10 years old, when I knew after seeing WKRP in Cincinnati, and listening to Martin's uh wild and crazy guy album and having an amazing teacher i wanted to be on the radio a comedian i wanted to write books and i wanted to teach people but not in a classroom setting all of that at like 10 11 years old right there's a lot of wisdom in your childhood you yeah right and if you can give back to to that because your childhood you doesn't have ego in the way right and that's one of the the things that people i believe is my perspective, um, fear the most is letting go of ego um, because you need to do that to get to your core values, your core values, not what society or your parents or church say your core values are, right? Not the core values on the wall of some office that you work in that nobody really lives by, 
Oh yeah, right? the mission statement that looks oh. like a Mad Libs threw up a thesaurus, and yeah. it's all, and it's all bullshit. Um, yes, but it it's is. true core values, <laughs> right? You know, an organization's true core values um, very quickly just by walking through, and it's not something you know I understood. So, so those of you who are working in corporate, you know, I had some fantastic experiences. You know, I've had some, I made a shitload of money. Thank you very much, corporate America. But I had two really bad experiences. One as an employee, one as a contractor, right? Um, and I, it really was, here's this, these, and it was core values that they say they live by. And then when you get there and you see the day-to-day -day activities, Mm -hmm. It is not. One was, you know, just cutthroat, kill you, yeah. you inside. It wasn't, I, I was used to us against the world. We lock arms and we're going to make it happen. And together we do to like, you're not, you're not, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what you, you're okay. So, all right, you want to blame me, project manager for everything? Fine, blame me. But all I do is lead a team. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, and then the second one was pretty much the same, pretty, pretty much the same, you know. And so I didn't know my core values then. But when I look back now, I can see that if I understood who I was, I would have never walked through those doors. Yeah. Right. So it's so important because you have, when we talk about power, that personal power to know who you are and make your choices. Mm -hmm. Right. You can be amazing because you get into a situation that resonates with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the trestle board? No, that I have not heard of. Um, I'll have to send that to you. Yeah. Um, but you've heard of the Kabbalah? Yes. Okay. The trestle board is from the Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. And it's... 11 prayers, statements that you say before you go to bed. And it's supposed to bring power within you. And the first one is all the power there is, is within me now. That's the first thing you say. Nice. Right? Think about that. All the power there is. Think of the energy and the power in this universe. All the power that is is within me right now. When you do that, when you say that statement, I get shivers from it, you connect with that feeling, that energy that is around us, that is around the universe, that is who we are. Mm -hmm. And when you can connect with that, you start to, to understand what real power is. And it's not pushing, it's not forcing. And you understand the phrase to just be is all about. Mm -hmm. Any last thoughts, Steve? You know, it's funny. What you just said is exactly how I go through the world every day. I'm just being, I'm just being who I am. And, and it, it allows me to achieve the outcome that I desire for every single day. And it was inspired by getting to watch my grandfather go through the world for 50 years of my life, which is a gift. Mm -hmm. 
leave as many situations as, as you can every day better than you found them. And that right. even touches back on you not living a footprint. Right. But I leave smiles. And whether or not there's people around, I just leave situations better than I found them where something bad could have potentially happened. It could have wrecked someone's day. In, in conversations, in things I share on social media, in rescuing an abandoned shopping cart and not questioning why it was even there. Don't get caught up in that. No. I'm going to keep it from denting somebody's new car that might have been a Lamborghini on their vision board. Right. I'm just going to be who I am every day, no matter what, in all phases of my life. And I've discovered this is the best. This is without a doubt, I'm going to be 54 soon. This is the happiest version of me that has ever walked this earth in big clunky size 12 feet. Wow. And that is fantastic. Steve, how can people get in touch with you if they want to know more about vision boarding, about your speeches, and how you can help them succeed? Nice and easy to find me. Everything is at motivationalfirewood.com. Fantastic. And I'll be sharing the link below for you guys. Thank you, everybody. This is Gail Kraft from the Empowering Process Podcast. It was wonderful being with you. And honestly, if this resonates with you, I just lost you, Steve. There you go. If this resonates with you, absolutely leave a comment. If you have a question, leave a comment. Maybe we'll follow up for you. If you know someone who maybe could grow from this, learn from this, share it out. It's great to hear from you. Thank you, everybody. You take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Process Podcast. Be sure to visit Gail at gailcraft.com. To learn more about how she serves thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and goal seekers. And remember, if you like this broadcast, be sure to share and subscribe so you don't miss an episode.